Welcome to Rebooty Call, a podcast about movies we love, movies we hate, and what we do about it should the movie get rebootied. We are the Bus Ghosters, answering the Rebooty Call. I'm Holly Platts, and with me are two uh, people who are way better than me because they've seen this movie before, David Irvine, Veronica Murphy, and today is Veronica's pick. So I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm a little in shock from just the absolute whiplash of joy and the pleasure that this movie bursted through me. So, um, Veronica, I'm going to hand this over to you, like, right now so that you can just set the scene. We're doing Like Mike from 2001. All right. Hello, everyone. Um, yes, as Hallie has brought to, uh, into our, uh, brought to our attention, it is the 2002 Blockbuster movie like Oops. Mike. <laughs> Whoopsie. <laughs> like Mike. It is a sports comedy film uh, directed by John Schultz and written by Michael Elliott and Jordan Moffat. Of course, it is if you have seen the movie and if you have not and you lived under a rock in 2002, it is starring the one. The only Lil Bow Wow. <laughs> a very young, and so for those who have not seen it, it tells the harrowing tale of orphan Calvin Cambridge and his two best friends as they find a pair of sneakers that were donated to them. Um, and it just so happens to be Calvin's size, and they belong to basketball legend Michael Jordan. So after the bully throws it onto a telephone pole wire, Mike, uh, Lil Bow Wow, a.k.a. Calvin, decides that he is going to go up in a thunderstorm in the middle of the night, and he's going to go get these sneakers, get them off the wire, climbs a tree, and somehow does not fall out until the very end after he grabs these sneakers. He then fits right into them, and they, after that, they, because they are electrocuted, a bolt of lightning turns them magical. And therefore, they are able to give him the powers to play like Michael Jordan. And the film only goes up from there. So I got to hear, what was this, Hallie and David, was this your first time watching it? Was it your second time watching it? I want initial thoughts. <laughs> because this movie is nothing like I remembered it. Nothing like I remembered it. It is now 21 years old, this movie. And... It sure shows it. Okay, Hallie, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, first time uh, ever. Had no idea this existed. Um, I'm not a sports person, which is hilarious because I grew up in Texas and my grandfather's a coach and I've gone to a, a god-awful number amount of like sports games. But like, I just don't, I never watched movies like this. I didn't watch Space Jam. I didn't watch, I, I don't know what else. I don't even know what else there is. I, I did watch like the Sandlot and stuff, but like nothing basketball. And so, and I don't know about like the NBA politics of the time and like all the, you know, Michael Jordan stuff. I, I was just out of it. And so, yeah, first time. And I was absolutely mind boggling blown away by how good it was. It's such a good movie. They don't make kids movies like they used to. And now I'm, you know who, but you know who Michael Jordan is though. Of course. Okay. okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, you never know. You never know. I'm just, 
Yeah, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. No, no, no. Yes, I do. I just don't. I don't know the whole. Like, I, I've heard more about the politics of him in like recent years since they came out with like the last dance and air just came out and I went and saw it. It's so good. Um, but it's like, I, and space jam. I mean, I did watch space jam in my twenties. So that I was like, Oh, there's so much other stuff behind this that like people unpack all the time. And, um, I listened to a bunch of podcasters who are movie buffs, but they love basketball and Michael Jordan specifically. So I learn, but I don't know if you know what I mean. (laughs) So, but, oh my God, I just, I was, uh, first off, this is a stacked ass cast of some, some of the greatest child actors and actors in general of our generation. Shout out to Jesse Plemons. Whoa, let's go Jesse Who who should play this part now? (laughs) Like, (laughs) I was appalled and... I couldn't believe it. And then, like, you got Eugene Levy. Fred Armisen shows up for a hot minute. He's and- all, like, okay, so just really quickly, Fred Armisen, before Surat Live, for all the Fred Armisen fans out there, you will see, if you see this movie, and you're like, you know, this, you know what the one thing that I remember, like, missing from, like, Mike? Because I was like, there was uh, Fred Armisen. You're wrong. He's actually in the movie. So now you have even more to like about. He doesn't have a single line. He's a featured extra, but it, he's in there. It's amazing. No, he does not speak. He just looks hilarious, and he gives the fate the Fred Armisen smile. That's like oh, yeah. so freaking funny. And then um, Crispin Glover is in this movie as the fucking orphan guy. Oh, and I, yes, he is. Orphan doing director. Marty McFly. Orphan director, right. Yeah, orphan director. Right. Basically, it's basically, basically Marty McFly. Marty McFly would be if he was, uh, if his if his choices got increasingly worse after high school. Like, he, he is. Yeah, yeah. He is but he does the same thing. Yeah. He does the same, like, you know, like, you, you just gotta not. Like, I was just, I was, I was crying with joy and then um oh my god the actor who uh i i had to pull up brenda all these song folks. brenda song no, go brenda, brenda song, song. Yeah, Br- I did oh not my god brenda song this, and i love brenda song i did not i i saw this movie when I, when i was like a lot younger and i did not remember it was before i even disney channel so i like oh, oh yeah right. not, this was not disney channel this was not this went to Theater, before we dive into that, David. No, no, so like you, before she was even a star on Disney Channel. Sorry, that's why. Oh, right, right, right. So, David, yeah. so you, so, um, you know, Popcorn David. So you're... Yeah. You you saw this movie when you were younger. Yeah, so I saw this movie, I think, twice, but I haven't seen it. Like, I, I really liked it when it first came out, but I, of course, was like a kid. Um, and I remember watching, like, every time I watched it, I watched it with people that were like like a lot like like my uh like 50 year old i am 50 year older uncle and he was like what is this this movie is stupid i don't understand this and like this happened to me both times i saw this movie i don't remember who i saw it with the other time but it was also like like (laughs) a relative who like 
was a lot older than me. And they're like, why are you watching this? And I was like, oh, they're about to, oh, he's about to, he's about to dunk it. And oh, is that, that's Tracy. That's Tracy McGrady. He's, oh, what? And, and like, they're like, this is such a stupid movie. This makes no sense. I'm like, um, and so like, yeah, it was, uh, this, this time watching it was a lot different experience than when I saw it back then. You heard it here first. Folks, it was and that's the guy that's little bow wow he has songs on the radio um yeah, um, yeah i did all right so that's amazing because i not gonna lie so i picked this when we've last talked about movies and stuff the reason this came up was because not because it was too critically acclaimed which it also is not but it is but it lives in a special place in our hearts um it is also wait yeah. wait but to that point it's not it's not not critically acclaimed. It got a fifty-seven on Rotten Tomatoes. That's like not oh, bad that's not at that all. Bad. That's not that bad. Yeah, that's was, actually yeah. that's good. That's better. So you than- beat me to the punch. I'm so excited you brought that up because yes, it is got a fifty-seven percent uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, which is yeah, which is not the crit. Like the overall consensus was actually pretty much between what you both said. Um, yes, I'm pulling this from. Our sources online, we shall list our sources. But um, it is, quote, a pleasant and innocuous diversion for kids, but adults may have trouble sitting through its predictable plot lines and schmaltz. End quote. So I think that's actually a pretty good summary. Um, <laughs> but no, this is a fun movie. So actually, it did very well in the box office. It grossed $51.4 million dollars in north america and 10.8 million dollars overseas actual it was a big success little bow wow was a huge well excuse me now he is known as bow wow which who is fabulous no he's apparently not even he's apparently known as shade or something uh like i looked at because like he was in the newest fast and furious movie and they apparently credited him as his actual name which is shad moss so I guess he's not I, even he going was, by Bow Wow anymore. I guess he's completely dropped it. He's Moss. like Dwayne Johnson at this point. It's not even The Rock anymore. It's just yeah. Dwayne Johnson. I saw Shad Moss and then I was like, oh, Bow Wow. Like, I didn't. I had no like, idea that's what it is. Yeah, I was like, what? I was Wrong. like, I know Bow Wow, but I don't know Shad Moss. Who is that? Who is that? I'm confused. He's saying Little Bow Wow. So apparently he's got a third name, too. Um, to which also Vanden cited like Mike with Lil Bow Wow and I'm like who's Lil Bow Wow and then I get so he's got three names he does I'm so sorry to derail Veronica I'm no I'm glad you corrected me because he is yes he does has had a very this was a launching point to his very successful career acting wise and musical wise but it is really funny (laughs) to see him in such a young role and it's really funny I remember Cause he had the song come out, like everything. It was just, it's just so funny. Um, uh, but yeah, it actually did. I was really curious because there were so many people who went on to do so much Disney stuff. I was really curious about where this went off. And I was like, no, it was in theaters. Um, I remember renting this a lot with my sisters from Blockbuster. Um, it was a big deal. A uh, big, big, big deal. So 
Um, amazing. So I think we should go into some potential favorite parts. One of mine being uh, the fact that uh, <laughs> Crispin Glover's um, center part, which made him instantly not untrustworthy, which was amazing. I think that's, I mean, obviously I remember it. I've seen it before, but I was like ready to be dazzled. And that one was just like unbelievable. Have you noticed that? Dave looks like he's confused. If you look at a picture. I, I don't remember. What, what, what's the, what's the center, center part? part of the hair, the hair. Oh, like he, I thought there was a scene that I completely blanked on where he jumps no, in the center know. of the movie. Like he's like, no, he no, plays no. a center position and, Hair. and he goes oh. against like my, I like, like um, he goes against Not to be confused, not for our listeners, not to be confused with the position in basketball as the center <laughs> player. That's what I thought. I was like, that happens with Blake? No, yeah, I know what you're talking about now. Sorry. Um, no. But it is a really fun story. Like that, the, I, it is fun to, and also, as we know that Hallie noticed, um, the Knights are not a real team in LA. I was not sure. But the Staples oh, Center is. Oh, okay. I, guys, I didn't but know where they were. the place they play is real. Yes, that makes no sense. Like, I, I get it if you completely make up a, 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 a place, but no, they play at the Staples Center. This makes no like, like, because, like, usually when they do that thing of dividing it into, like, a, a, uh, a team that doesn't exist, they make up a place. But those are like, no, they play with the Lakers play. <laughs> not, they play not, with the not Clippers this, play. Yeah, yeah, not, not in this world. This is the perfect pseudo-hybrid world of fake and real. Um, no, that cracked me up because I was like, I don't, I don't know basketball, but I also don't know a team called the Knights. But then I saw them playing like the Spurs. And I was like, oh, that's real. And then like some of the players, like you guys said, I was like, well, that's definitely a player, but I, okay. And I'm seriously, I I'm so out of my element. I was like, is Tracy Reynolds a real basketball player? Also um, we'll get into it, but LeBron should play that part in the remake. Um, that's really good. That's an amazing <laughs> casting. But that was what I was thinking, but I was wondering, cause he's supposed to be a young star and now LeBron's right. like 38. And that, yeah, so that's why I was like, I don't yeah, know. No, and the well, other one, I was like, I was like yeah. him or Steph Curry, and I'm but they're both older stars. I'm like, I don't know. If- right. So we have so much, so much to dive into. No, I know, and that's why, like, I kind of picked when we were talking about this. The reason I thought of this was because back when, and I apologize to our listeners, it has been a busy few weeks for us um we were at the height of march madness and so this is going to be pretty much a launching point no no but it's okay because playoffs are about to start so we're all good yes thank you david all right yeah so some favorite scenes what are some favorite scenes of you guys (laughs) wait so uh wait veronica did i miss something did you like is there a scene where he like it's at like the the center of his hair is that like uh, is no, that a scene? No, 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 it's, no, no. Scene. it's that his his character has, like, you know how you see how your hair kind of looks like it comes brushed to the side. Yes. His, if you look, if you look at any other character he's ever played or his headshots, they are like very like they have like a side like his hair is brushed to like the side. I don't even know how to describe. Oh, okay. It's, 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 he's got a middle comb, like where his comb would go is in the middle, which is, which it's not normal. 
It's normal and, for women, that's how not for men. That, I love that so much. It's that's just amazing. insane. Well, that's it just amazing. looks crazy. It he looks fucking bananas. That's true. I saw him in this movie where he plays a, like a like a, a never villain. And so I guess that's why I was just like, like he's in this movie with Keanu Reeves before either of them like really blew up called like, um, I know what, wait, I know River's what you're talking Edge. about. And yeah. He's the villain in that. And so his hair is insane yeah. in that movie. Like yeah, it's all River's over Edge. the place. <laughs> and so like, because of that, I guess I just didn't even think of it, but that's so fascinating. Our, well, like, our, I just I, like, yeah. when I saw him, I totally forgot about that. And it was just like the center part, which also was like a height of fashion at that point. It was like such a style, but like just him having that to the side just instantly gave me cre- creepy vibes. And I was like, whoever, I love that. Whoever did just seeing Crispin creepy vibes. He definitely <laughs> was just instantly like, this is the villain and you are not supposed to trust him. And we're going to start off with his hair. Well, I, I get so I get him confused sometimes with Steve Zahn because they oh, sound alike to me. Yeah, but yeah. Steve Zahn is like way more normal, and yeah. and like Crispin Glover though is so funny because he's just banana town. Like, he's and he always weirdo. has been. Like Back to the Future, shout out, love it. Um, but he's like insane in that. Like he's just like he's just doing the weirdest shit in that movie. And it works, and and it works here too because it's yes. just you you just hate him. He's so annoying, but it's so funny. Um, but he's funny. Favorite, one of my favorite quotes of the entire movie is basically him coming in to a twelve. I forget how old Calvin is. I have to look back. Like he's like twelve to fourteen. Like he's like a young child. Him walking into the scene, telling him that. He can't get adopted because if he is, he will lose everything. And just goes, you're going to have to stay here. And like, he does with that, like, sweet voice and stuff. Too. I like, he's like that fake sweet voice, too. It might have been one of the most diabolically delivered lines, but it was so funny. In the sense that when I'm watching this, I was like, oh, my God. Like, it's so... He's so awful. It's fantastic. Like, what a villain. You know, there's also something interesting. Oh, sorry. Uh, Oh, it's okay. No, no, no. I was just going to say my favorite part. uh, Speaking of favorite parts, Eugene Levy, anytime he's on screen, he's so good. He's so good. And and he's like, weirdly, like, makes you, it's funny, but he makes you believe, like, that some idiot would actually do this and, like, would be a scummy capitalist, like, whatever sponsor manager whatever he is like yeah. but he's so funny about it like he nails the humor because he's acting against the coach who's a real actor like he's like a good character actor robert mm-hmm. forster he's mm-hmm. like a big time character actor. he's in like jackie brown and shit but like oh, yeah. <laughs> eugene levy just has a way of being such a shit but also <laughs> being so funny <laughs> like in, funny. I, just kind I of lovable like i, I love it i loved him I didn't realize it was him either until rewatching it. I was like, oh my God, there he is. Like, I was like, yeah, like he's so. Oh my God. They did a very funny balance between, like, here's a kid movie. Like, this is basically a kid living out his dream that he gets to be, you know, get, like, Cinderella's story becomes the basketball player. But then, like, <laughs> the perfect amount of, like, here are the adult actors that are actually very funny, but we're going to make them be terrible. And, like, yeah. it was. 
It is bananas. This whole thing. There's so many scenes. I'm like, I'm watching this. And I was like, I could not stop laughing because guys, when we watched, this is what we've been doing. We've been watching the movies separately for now, but when we get together, be able to watch in person, like together or something like that. I was just thinking about your reactions to all of these scenes, especially like the room service or when he goes to the hotel and he's bouncing all over the place. Oh yeah. I just love it because it's like, I love that the adults are committed to the, to the actual, like what's going on, you know? Also, something else that's interesting about this movie is, first of all, you get uh, always cast as um, a star um, athlete, Morris Chestnut, in this film, doing it, uh, like, and it's just, it's so funny. Like, the game plan, he just did this, uh, all of the um, uh, best man uh, properties, um, it's just, yeah, it's so fascinating. Like they just got this one. He just keeps playing these roles. Um, but like, and then they also like Jesse Plemons. Like basically, this started his career. But like the role that like really launched him was Friday Night Lights, and he plays right. the exact opposite of his character. Instead of being the guy that's picking on the star, he's like the guy trying to get in with the star so that he can get the girls. Like it's it's so funny that like. And he plays that, God. like, I, I personally love the show Friday Lights, and he was always my favorite character of that. And, but every time I watched it, I'd always be like, this is so weird. Because I'd seen, like, he hadn't blown up by that point yet. And so I'd seen just him and like Mike. And so I was watching, yeah. <laughs> I, I watched that show, like, right at, like, as soon as, like, all the seasons, like, had come out, like, on Netflix, I started watching that show, and I started watching with a friend of mine, he's like, I was like, did you see Like Mike? And, he, and it blew his mind, he's like, oh, wait a second, it's not, it's the, <laughs> it's the bully the kid. <laughs> um, and I'm like, yes, it's the oh, bully kid in it. And oh, my just, God. And Can I, I tell you, him. Jesse Plemons is one of my favorite actors, like, I watch him he's, in everything, always. He's one of my favorites, too. Can I tell you a funny Jesse Plemons story of how I got introduced to him? Because I never oh, saw I Friday it. Night Lights. I saw Game Night, which is a masterpiece. He's incredible in that. He's the best part of that movie, too. But I thought he was Matt Damon. And I was <laughs> like, why did they make Matt Damon so blonde? And why is he acting insane? And then I saw the casting and I was like, who the fuck is this guy? And uh, who the fuck is Jesse Plemons? Turns out then he became a star and he's got like fucking movies ever, right? Ever. A Power of the Dog, sexiest yeah. movie ever. Fight me if you think otherwise. It's the sexiest movie in the fucking world. <laughs> I'm not kidding, guys. This isn't a joke. Um, but yeah, he's. But he, but beyond that, he's in fucking like the Irishman and fucking Vice. Adam McKay got him. Breaking Bad. Scorsese got him. He's in Breaking Bad. Oh my god, I forgot he was in Breaking Bad. Um, because my brother watched that, I didn't. But um, he's just he got snatched up by every major director, and now he's <laughs> oh, gonna yeah. probably win an Oscar next year with uh, Killers of the Flower Moon, the new Scorsese movie. Oh, I haven't and it's even like, heard of this. What is it? What is oh, this? I didn't know. Okay, is this like coming I out go, or something? It's coming out this year. It's an Apple movie, but it's a big Oscar oh, player. Cool. They're kind of looking at it to be like a front runner for things, and so and it's about um, it's crazy. I was in Oklahoma when they were filming this movie, wow. and it was the weird. It was amazing because I just went for like tiny little vacation. 
location. And then suddenly there are like sets everywhere. It was so cool. But, um, but they filmed it in Oklahoma and it's about this crazy, like, it, it was like the start of the FBI or the CIA. I can't remember which one, my bad, but it, it like, it's a case that happened in Oklahoma, like a hundred years ago when oil was kind of discovered on Indian, uh, sorry, excuse me, native American territory. Um, and, uh, basically, uh, they basically they just they kind of serial killed a bunch of like Native Americans so that they could get the oil. And then the and then that's what kickstarted like either the FBI or the CIA to like become an organization because they were like, what the hell is wow. happening? And Scorsese, wow. it's going to be awesome. And Scorsese's awesome. making it. And it's got Leo and Robert De Niro and Jesse Plemons. And Leo? Um, Leo is uh He's. I think he's a bad guy in this. He's like married to an indigenous. No, woman. who who is that? Who is that? Leo person? DiCaprio. Oh, I don't is, know this, this actor. This is David oh, you bitch! <laughs> you bitch! Well, you bitch! I didn't Sorry, him, I'm he and, anyway. um, I didn't realize it was him, and because he's married to Kristen Dunst. Hell yeah! Yeah, they're both in crazy? the sexiest yeah. movie ever. I'm like, I just see, and it's so. <laughs> funny watching this like time capsule of a movie where it's like yes it's rated pg yes it's pretty predictable but it's just yeah. like such a funny a story because oh. you're right like i totally forgot oh yeah go ahead i'm so sorry bronca i just realized i never asked your question um my favorite part of this movie is the car scene because this is the most <laughs> insane thing i've ever seen you get oh, you crazy. get bow wow who at this point is basically just known for making Lil Bow Wow, who's basically just known for making rap songs. You get yeah, Morris Chestnut, and there's a, this conversation goes on for way longer than expected. There's like a three-minute conversation where it's just dissing about how neither of them can rap. I like, like one was like, no, you can't rap. No, you can't rap, though. No, I can rap. You can't rap. Well, I can rap, but you can't. And they do this forever. It just goes in like this circle until your brain goes insane. And then eventually they start rapping. But they're not rapping. They're doing they're rapping. a really bad impression of DMX that neither of them do well. And in, oh. instead of like, like they could just make up a verse and then like just give Bow Wow the like opportunity to just show up as rapping skills. And maybe Morris Chestnut has rapping skills. I don't know. But instead of oh, doing that, they just do a weird impression of rapping. And then they're like, dude, you rap so well. I'm like, what are you talking about? You're just doing a bad DMX impression. What is happening in this movie? I knew that scene was going to drive you insane. And I, I was laughing to myself, like, I can't warn them about what's about to happen. But I also love that this, this movie is absolutely rated PG. For how many things that go on in there, the problems are just glazed over with, like, absolutely. Yeah. One of which is rapping up in here. Or, yeah, by DMX. Yeah, that's insane. They got around the... Like the like, if you look at the lyrics, like the I forget the what actual number, but after like two sentences in there, right. they are just it goes balls to the walls, balls to the wall. I'll just say inappropriate in the sense for that genre of music. I I don't think the lyrics. I mean, they're not terrible, but it's just like watching them. I'm like, are they about to wrap up in here? Are they about to do that? Because. I, that's not okay. Meanwhile, yeah, they get around. I'm like, but they're not rapping. They are singing. And it was just such yeah, an Everything excellent. about that is insane. I love it. Everything about that is insane. Um, also, with the car scene, um, that he goes to CVS, aka product placement, but 
that was been back TBT. Um, Allegra and like anything like that had to be bought over the counter, which was such a funny. Right. I was like, he's that was funny. Like, that was a really funny, like time sensitive joke. Like that was yeah. like, he had to do that. Also like, I just can't believe also that the child endangerment of him taking the fucking allergy medication. Right. Oh, Obviously, my God. In the wheel. Also, that was, they got Vanessa Williams to play. Vanessa Williams. Uh, she plays say. the, and that was the thing. Yes. I was expecting this character to come back at some point because I was like, Same. why would they get Vanessa Williams unless they're doesn't like, she? she's going to, no, she doesn't. She, the, the girl that like, like, uh, he goes to the hotel room back with comes back at like a later point of the movie. And so that's the one he actually ends up dating, I guess. Oh, but, that's like, not Vanessa. That's my not bad. Vanessa That's a I different thought it was, but that's what's I, fascinating about this, this movie is oh, instead yeah. of getting the like per like they instead of getting the one that would go on to be like a lot more famous, they get this um actress who I maybe she's famous. I don't know the other actress, but like that's the one that actually goes on to be with him like at the I later part of the movie. Go for, like, yeah, I know what you mean, because she never comes back. I thought they were gonna go for like the yeah. whole wholesome family type of thing where she's a And they didn't even do that. Yeah. No, they went with the other girl. And but no, like even with the other girl, they didn't even do the like wholesome thing where like at the end of the scene you see all four of them together. It's just the three of them, which I thought was right. also interesting. And That's then, like, yeah, I think, I think they're trying to pull it that way. Like he talks to someone else and is like, yeah, like you remember Calvin? It's like, of course, it's the child on the team. Like we all know, <laughs> we all know who we. Oh, no, you mean the kid, the one kid on a team of like. 20 or, or olders. Yeah, no, I don't I don't remember him. Who was that? Absolute <laughs> bonkers. I actually didn't know there was an age um, limit to the NBA. I mean, obviously there probably is. Yeah, I'm almost certain that you have to be, uh, well, for a while you had to be at least 18. Like people could come out of high school, but like now you have to be at least 19 because of the one and uh, you have to at least gone to one year of college because uh, of like the one and done rule. Um, mm. Yeah. I actually didn't know the one and done. I that's that I know I heard you say that earlier, so I wanted to make sure because I'm like that is just so funny. Um, yeah, so weird. yeah. Can I ask? Can I just say this really quickly? Yeah, because I just realized I forgot to say this when you're talking about that particular Crispin Glover scene. That's like why he's such a villain. So this movie does something so odd where they take (laughs) like the one moment that actually somebody like like tries to bring like groundedness to like what's happening. This film is what makes the villain, the villain because there's no groundedness to this whatsoever. He just, it's just a 13 year old is just allowed to just play on a team with a bunch of basketball, uh, like, uh, like in the NBA. And, and then also like, you can just adopt a kid within five seconds. You don't have to fill out any uh, paperwork. You don't have to do the thing where you have to wait like a year for anything to actually happen with that. You can just get him immediately. And then the day of that you're picking him up, you can just pick up a never kid and adopt him too because la-di-da, because movie. Like it is fascinating that it like, was the very, one moment uh, where they're like, yes, yeah, so you can't um, – you can't go with him because then you will break your contract and then you won't be able to play in the NBA anymore. So you have to stay with me. Like that moment where like, I was like, is that actually part of like, I like, but that's the thing that makes him a villain is the fact that there's an actual element of like, Oh, maybe he actually will break like child, uh, child protection. Yeah. Yeah. Child (laughs) protection laws. 
But no, it's actually the right. thing that makes him a villain. Like that's fascinating. That's this movie so is bonkers. And then also bonkers. the fact that nobody else has the powers when they put the shoe on. It's just him. Fascinating. Michael it, it, Jordan it, chose him. Michael Jordan he chose, just him. chose him. Not even Jonathan Lipnicki, who's the like sweet sidekick. No, no you, you do not get to shine. Get out my of boy. Here. My boy from Stuart Little. Whose name is Murph. Whose name is Murph. Boom. And Veronica. Boom. Is that where your nickname came from, Veronica? Murph from Nurse. That's where my parents actually adopted the last name. No, I'm kidding. It's horrible. No, no, no. I just wanted to know if you started calling yourself Murph as like your nickname because of this movie. No, that one was that one. That one I had before. Thankfully, was unattached to that movie, but it is really <laughs> okay. funny. But because yeah, the villain. I love how we just skate. We just we just skate around so many darker things. Watching this as right. a one of the driving, he's sleeping. He's about asleep behind the wheel, and magically, there's just like so much construction. Like right. there's so many things everywhere. that are going down everywhere. Like oh. it's like every single thing. They're like, and then. He doesn't get suspended, even though he's like, he's like, can you? How do you think you got home last night? He's like, what? I didn't even think about that. And you're like, <laughs> and then there's that, and then oh wait, this just last one. It just came out of my mind. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, um, the orphanage director going to what is uh, obviously the, the mob <laughs> to place yeah. a bet of a hundred thousand dollars. And then adults <laughs> try to kill a child in that scene. They're like, like, like they, they just hunt him down. Like there's like a, there's an attempt like dead or alive. It's not gonna, he's not gonna get to that game, which is also horrible. <laughs> like, horrible. <laughs> oh my God. See, and all then, of this totally made sense to me. I was like, yeah, yeah, this is a, it's a hard world out there for the kids of, well, it's a hard life. Life. of orphandom. <laughs> Annie, 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 and, Annie and like Mike, the same movie. It really is. Annie meets like um, Angels in the Outfield. Angels <laughs> in the Outfield. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, in Angels in the Outfield, the same thing happens. Danny Glover adopts Joseph Gordon Levitt and oh, the other right. little kiddo. It's been so long since I saw that movie. Two for right? one orphan day. All I remember is two for one orphan the, day. The, 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 the eagle flying arm motions. And then, but there's that, and then they just kind of. If this is, you know, spoilers, but, you know, it does have a wonderful ending. It does. Where Two for there one. is both Murph and Calvin are adopted by, hold on, please hold, are... Uh, Tracy, right? His name's Tracy. By, yes. Yeah. Oh, thank you. They're adopted by Tracy, a.k.a. played by Morris Chestnut. Yep. And so, yeah, they are on their way to, um, but as they're... Then the Knights sponsor the orphanage and everything gets better. And then there's the player who I could not, I can't find his name right now, but I love that they were just like, the guy basically a grown adult turns to Brenda Song as a child and goes, whatever happened to that guy who um, <laughs> was in charge of this place? He goes, I don't know. She goes, I don't know. He just like never showed up again. Something about him not being yeah. able to, of the funds to pay back a bet or something like that. He had no idea. AKA, I don't know. I've been deep into the Sopranos for a while. And like, I'm like watching that for the first time. 
Oh, that man's not coming back. I did not expect that. I figured maybe he's dead. showed up or something. Like I was like, oh, you guys definitely got fired. Like, no, that guy. There's also he said maybe think that possibly he ran away immediately, but I think it's probably what you're saying. Like, like he, he like he, he was died. on the he was on the run. But I I agree, Brock. He's he's probably dead. He's that's yeah, Chris, he's Chris quote, Glover, now. right? Is dead. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Dead. He's probably dead. Okay, yeah. well, he sucked anyway. That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Well, he, that that so, scene where he like he just gets like knocked out immediately by the like the the um what is it the scooter like 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 that that moment that moment was cooler I like that moment was cooler to me than anything else Lo Bow Wow like did on the court in this film. He just straight up like he gives him this oh. like menace look, and then he's just like, "I'm gonna win this," and he just knocks him out by just throwing his scooter at him, and he literally gets knocked out and thrown against the wall. I was like that's insane. I remember thinking as a kid, I was like, "Like my chapter's just beginning," or I'm like, "Right, Ooh, this guy, yeah, everything's just gonna go uphill from here." I'm like that guy just knocked the shit out of it. Also, the coach, the coach, I just was like, "Why?" He didn't call anyone in the beginning because he's like, they're clearly, I was kind of hoping, I didn't remember how this guy just disappeared, but he just does. But especially the coach, when he goes to buy a chocolate bar in the beginning, and he's just like, well, I don't even know where the money goes. It's like, wouldn't you call the police after that and being like, I think you should check out where the, this orphanage is like, and they're, right. sending, they're sending children to go like make money. And then the guy's like, what do you mean it wasn't written in the, contract that i don't get the money it's like because that's cat like it's his like it's, they obviously set it up to be like in his name or i'm like i don't know i feel like the like the NBA is a pretty big thing they probably would have stepped in with some sort of thing but right. obviously what i'm saying yes yeah. obviously it's a movie it's kind of bonkers it's a very funny watch i have overall i don't i don't know if you guys rewatch it i just i loved the nostalgia of it and i thought it would be a fun thing because it is 21 years old it will be no and there's it's also like it's also like a time capsule for like people that like basketball a lot because like there's mm-hmm. things in this movie there's like uh like there was a time like because like steve nash is so known for like his time after this movie like when he was on the phoenix sun but there's like him and dirk Nowinski and michael finley who's like this big trio for like four years is in yeah. this movie as the trio but nobody like and so it's just like if you go back and watch this movie you're, and then there's like a time where like um tracy mcgrady was like on the orlando magic and like so like you like you might not know that like if you didn't see this movie before i like it like if you're just like oh yeah i know him because he was on the rockets team with yeah me like it's just it's interesting to, like go back and watch this movie like and be like oh and the other right. thing that I thought was hilarious about this is there's like the two people who are known like as like the greatest trash talkers I think ever, like Jason Kidd and Gary Payton. And they're uh-huh. in this movie, like doing what they do. Like they're trash talking to him like crazy. And he yeah. owns them more than anybody else's movie. Like as soon as they're like, I'm going to get you, you're going to, you're going to eat, you're going to eat mud. And, and they're just, and he just like immediately just crosses them up and just like, it's incredible to just watch that and just be like, what? You're so right. You're so right. They have so much fun with no, cause there's a, there's a hefty amount of like, um, NBA players and NBA reporters who are on this. And so they very much play into it. Like they did so well of 
putting in like stuff like that exactly of like what was really going on and then having this kid like just beat them at everything it was so funny and I'm like I also like I knew the sneak like I knew he they were obviously was going to play and I I mean I wasn't shocked but like when those sneakers broke I was like I don't know I'm like how is this kid gonna get really you know really around it it's such a funny it's so well done he just keeps them on for his entire life I like that's a never thing that's insane about this. Every time, like, but like, I didn't even, I didn't even realize this until just this moment that you're bringing it up, Baraka. Yeah. But he wears those shoes for his entirety of a year of playing in the NBA. He's wearing those shoes. Doesn't matter if he's taking a shower. It doesn't matter what he's doing. He's wearing those shoes. So basically, those shoes are like soaked like like i i just i don't like i don't know how those shoes didn't disintegrate at some point but i mean they're magic so like but that is that's something interesting i didn't even think about until just now i also love yeah i love that you're right because also he leaves them behind and the villain goes to uh, you know he get murph gets has to let it up because of where it has to tell him where the shoes are because he's burning the picture of this orphaned child's mother which is is so sad so no, no redemption there of that character. So you're like, I don't care if the mob got him. And yes. like, you're right. Like he takes them off and obviously he's tricked his child, but it's like, if you had those that were that valuable, you would not, I would take them in the ba- my backpack with me there. And like, I don't really care. It's like, so you're right. He wears them every day, wears them everywhere. It's like, but I wouldn't either, especially when you have this kid who is, you know, now we go on to like, it's just so funny. And then I love also that like, he just, it's, he just announces that he's done playing and everyone's like, Oh, it's like, you just like, they're like, I don't care if we make the playoffs or not. Like, this is my last game. Like, I just love the sense of authority that this child had. It's yeah. so funny. It's ridiculous. Especially like you said, he's owning all the players. He's doing all this stuff. He's like, Smack talking, it's so funny. And it's like the authority that he has to stand up and be like, it's my last game. They're like, oh, he's like, no, no, guys, I got to go back to being a kid. Seriously? You're going to go backwards after this? I don't even know. It's just, it's just, it's wild. It's fantastic. But it's just such a wild. All right. I will say just really quickly. I loved it. (laughs) One thing that I just like uh, on that point um, is like the fact that I – this is like so like like you said like we've said like some of the details of this movie are really not important it's just more about like the fun and stuff of it but one thing that's interesting is when you see the photo of brenda song got adopted as well if you look to the right there's also a photo where they where it says they made it to the second round of the playoffs so they were able to beat the team that they burst in the playoffs without him. So there's like a there's like a thing where like there's like a they grew as a team that like you have to like look for, but like they were able to do it without him. Like, um, but I just thought that was kind of like a cool like little nugget like of like uh, storytelling where like it like you're paying so much attention to like the really exciting part of Brenda Song being adopted, but if you look to the right, you also see that the team is doing better because like Tracy figured out how to be a better father. So you figure out how to be a better leader on the court and stuff. And like, it's like stuff like that. And like, I don't know. I thought that was kind of cool. And then one other thing that I thought was interesting along those same lines 
is so I didn't realize this because like I like with the commentator, like you're I like uh like the announcer, I'm the the all the like people who are actually real in like real life, like one of them is like the announcer for the team is Reggie Fias, who I hadn't I like I didn't know who this guy was, so I looked him up. Before Michael Jordan got into the NBA, before he got drafted, there was a, they had one star on their team. The Bulls had one star on their team named Reggie Fias, who like was this really exciting player who then got uh, but he, he, like but they couldn't really win as a team. So he then got traded because he played the same position as Michael Jordan. So they wanted to clear up the space at shooting guard. So they traded him so that they could draft Michael Jordan. And he's in this film as the guy announcing the plays for the guy that resembles the play of Michael for the kid that resembles the play of Michael Jordan because he has Michael Jordan shoes. That's fascinating to me. And my camera wow. just fell. Wow. That's, that's awesome. I fucking love that stuff. Like, see, that's, I feel like I miss out on a whole bunch of stuff from not knowing things like that, but that's so cool. I wonder, I got to watch air again and see if they mention that guy. Oh they yeah. Might that, that's just, that's crazy to me. Like, that's so interesting. I just like, I had no idea. I was like, that's wow. It's funny that we're watching this at kind of a big Michael Jordan time too. Yeah. Like, we kind of, we did not play on this. <laughs> we did not play it. But like the, the air has just come out and like, I'm so excited. Everybody's, to see it. I still haven't watched it, it yet. It's, I don't know. Okay. So I didn't know anything about any of this, but it is super fascinating. I feel like okay. David, with your knowledge and Veronica, with your knowledge, you guys are going to have like so much more insight into like, Oh, I can't whole, wait to see it. The whole Jordan's deal, which is really sick. Like it's a cool Viola Davis also comes in. So hot really as his good, mom. Yeah. She's the best part. I mean, she and the guy, um, oh my God, I should know his name. Matt, uh, I'll look it up. But the guy who designs the actual shoe, they're the they're the best parts, even though Matt Damon is great. But he's Matt okay. Damon. He's doing his thing, you know? Is Ben Affleck good in it? Yes. He's so fucking funny because he's okay. just a hippie. Like, uh, Phil Knight, I think is his name. Um, he is just, like, the most hippie, like guy he's like a buddhist and shit like it's so like and that's not a shade to buddhism at all that's just right. me laughing at ben affleck being a buddhist like it's right. just yeah that, yeah it doesn't it's just not what you would think yeah he plays a guy named phil knight and the actor i was talking about though is named um oh my gosh where is he i'm looking this up right now matthew mayer matthew mayer and he's a big theater actor he's uh you might know him because he's got a like kind of a speech impediment and uh, he just has like big eyes and he's so fucking funny. But he plays the shoe designer who's like also like skateboarding in the parking lot and shit. It's so good. And like, oh, and Bateman, Jason Bateman, of course, the great. Of course. Oh, he's just being great. Given, given sass, given Bateman sass. Um, wow. Anyway. Just so I'm, so, I'm so sorry, Baraka. Did, did I interrupt uh, something you were saying? No, 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 not okay. at all. I just, I'm excited. I'm just excited because there's so there is so much around it, and I'm excited to watch Air. I'm excited to watch a bunch of stuff. Um, but also then there's um, um, like I don't know why the um, this came to mind. So a lot of my, have you guys seen Hustle with Adam Sandler? Yes, I love I, that movie. That's I amazing. didn't see it yet. I need to watch it. 
Okay, it's definitely watch it. It's really great. First off, just even though you don't know basketball, you don't need same with like that. Like it's fun when you know it. Like obviously, like like, but it's you don't have to know it. It's a total like underdog type story, and it's great. Ah. I'm saying it's fantastic in it. And the one thing that you need to know, Hallie, is that he is married to Queen Latifah in the movie. I did see that, and I am so excited. That <laughs> is, that's the hottest thing I've seen ever. <laughs> it might be, it might be one of the greatest camera pairings ever. They're really um, good together. The only other one, if you guys watch The Mandalorian, and spoiler, oh, um, don't say so. I haven't seen. Oh, I don't know. oh, you haven't seen it? Okay, okay, then I won't. I won't say it I, because it's I know. I know what you're talking about, and it's yeah. great. I know I could say it, but aside from, are you just going to mention the, that Jack Black is in it? Uh, oh, that, oh, okay. that's that's um, what I, we're I do know about. that one fact. I have no idea what his um, character is, but I do know that. Do you know that Lizzo is in it? Oh, it's Jack Black and Lizzo. That's the pairing. They're together. That's fascinating. Lizzo, Jack Black and Lizzo are married. I love peaches, it. Peaches, 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 I just feel like a lot, you guys are going to hear it, but like a lot of my recasting has like a lot of the hustle cast in there. Bringing in like yes, a lot of. A, as soon as you mentioned that movie, Veronica, I just realized Ampy Edwards would actually be perfect for the uh, Morris Chestnuts character. He, like, he should be in everything. Like, he's not just an amazing basketball player. In that movie, Hustle, he is incredible. Like, he's the best part. He's like, he's acting like circles around like the, like everybody in that film. He's like the villain in it. Like, there's like the, like, um, like there's the main basketball player. And then there's this villain guy who's also trying to rise up through the ranks. And so he just like tortures him on the basketball court. It just goes like, Oh, is that, is that your, uh, is that your, um, is that your kid? Yeah. He's very about to be embarrassed by you. Like you're about to get destroyed by me. Like he's just doing this stuff and it's so entertaining because the guy is so nice. He's just like, yeah, I, I thought, wait, but you're, you were supposed to come here to be good at basketball, but you're like really bad at basketball. And like, it's so entertaining. Oh my God. So simple. Such simple, but just like knocks them. It's fantastic. It's um, oh no, my God. Like, a lot of it is, uh, so our next segment of what we're going to launch into is the reboot. If we were, if we were to reboot it, would you recast it? Would you cast the same? Would you, do you feel it even needs to be adjusted or do you feel it could even be rebooted? So I'm going to popcorn it out. I'm very curious to see, but how about you want, what I think we should do is each person go down your list of people if that works for your cast does that work yep. yes. you go so i'm okay. gonna go quick i'll go first because i'm just gonna be super duper quick because i didn't make a list because i actually want to do a whole thing where we just do a freaking uh requel uh we're gonna requel it i'll uh scream five um, shout out Jasmine Savoy Brown. And, and we're gonna and scream six as well. And scream six. No, whatever. No, I'm kidding. I like scream I'm six. Just scream I love five scream is six. better. Scream six was pretty good. Um oh, but I um, scream six is a masterpiece. Sorry. <laughs> we gotta talk about that. Um, it's so good. So I love that movie. I want I want all the kids back. I I however uh Morris Chestnut should also come back, but I think LeBron should be the new Tracy Reynolds 
kind of person. He doesn't need to be the young buck. He can be the he can be LeBron because he's not going to play anybody but LeBron. I want Eugene Levy back. I want the coach back. Um, actually, I also think maybe the coach should come back and be like Danny Glover or something. Like I, I don't know, just something like to to freshen it up a little bit. And also, I freaking love Danny Glover. Um, and then uh, cameos galore. I want Fred Armisen back. And I, I was actually going to ask, and I am I am dumb, so please like. Forgive me for asking, but were those the were those the parents from Fresh Prince doing a cameo? No. So this is what's fascinating about this. Instead of being the parents from Fresh Prince, they got the parents from a also popular show. Um, they got the parents from Family Matters to be. Or I don't. I don't. I don't know who the. I, it's been so long since, since I saw that show. I don't know if the mom is from Family Matters, but the dad is from Family Matters. Got um, it. Yeah. Okay. I think they should get the Fresh Prince parents, um, the real Fresh Prince folks. One of them just dead. come in hot. Oh, really? Oh, oh my the, bad. The, okay, the dad's dead. See, I didn't watch Fresh Prince either, so I apologize for not knowing no. these things. Um, but um, okay, but then 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 let's just go with they should come back and just show up again. Um, otherwise, like I'm I'm good with. I I think it's hilarious, and I think I want to see Bow Wow, adult Bow Wow. Just like have the same thing, and Jesse Plemons just show up and be like, <laughs> he wasn't game night, but <laughs> and, oh, and Brenda Song, I want more. Um, I love it. Yeah, Eugene Levy's still going hot, so he can just pop back in and still be yeah. working at the end. At the and NBA Dan Levy could even play a character in it as well. That would be great. Actually, that that's a great idea. Um, okay, that's that's it. That's me done. So Amazing. I love that. Oh, sorry, Bronca, go ahead. No, no, no. I was going to say Popcorn David. <laughs> oh, no. So I love, I actually, I like Hallie's idea more. Doing a requel sounds incredible. Um, I, so I didn't think about, instead, I just cast them as like, instead of being 13, they're like 15 or 16 and uh, Jesse Plumman's character is like 17 or whatever. So I cast for slightly older. Um, so I put Olivia Rodrigo as Brenda Song's character. Um I put Jacob Tremblay as Jonathan Lipnicki's character. Um, I put Isaiah R. Hill um, from Swagger. That's basically been the only thing he's in, but he's like the star of this show on Apple TV called Swagger. And I just thought he would be great as Calvin in this. Um, uh, And then I put Andre Brower um, from Brooklyn Nine-Nine as the coach. Um, uh, And I put Michael B. Jordan as Tracy. I put... Emma Thompson as sister, sister Dorisa. Um, and I put, so I wasn't sure because I thought I couldn't make up my mind. I thought three people would all be good as, um, Mr. Biddleman. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the, the villain of the film, whatever the name of the actor is. Um, I'm blanking out for a second. That's Crispin Glover. Crispin, like for Crispin Glover's character, I couldn't decide. I just, I, cause I was stuck between Max Greenfield Jonah Hill and Zach Woods. I thought any of those three could destroy this role. Um, and then uh, I guess I was just on a Brooklyn Nine Nine thing for a while because I cast Andy Samberg for Le- Eugene Levy's character. I fucking love it. Oh, I love that. I love. I love Andre Andy Bauer is inspired. That's an inspired so casting. That's, He's so that's good. amazing. Um, Lucy, cupcakes. Sorry. <laughs> 
I love, I love, I love that whole cast. I love Andy Samberg. I think he's a brilliant actor. Oh my God. All right. So David, I don't want to cut you off. Are those your picks? Oh no, that was, that was, that was everything I could think of. Yeah. Fabulous. All right. So I too thought of the, the requel. I thought of the requel where Bow Wow has a daughter. And oh. so she wants to play. And Ooh, so la, la. she's, that's, that was, yeah. Like we don't know. Could be a total Disney move when we don't know where mom is. Um, but yeah, I don't know why I had a few people for her, like the daughter, I could do a whole bunch. Um, I, when I was on, there's this actress, her name's Selena Smith. Shout out to Selena Smith. She's adorable. She played Annie on NBC's, uh, Annie live. I think she's adorable. I think she's so freaking good. She's also a singer and a dancer. And I thought that would be really cool to bring in. Nice. She's, I, yeah. When I worked on that show, she's just so cute and talented. I was like, Oh, I don't know why I oh, thought you of her. on that show? I did. I did. It was That's, really cool. Wow. What a talent, what a talented cast and crew. It was so cool, but she was very talented. And it was just a matter like, I was like, yeah, like I was just thinking about it. I was like, cause they do sing and rap quote rap as uh, we saw in the movie. But I just thought she was, yeah, I just, I was like, oh, there could be some cool musical numbers. There could be a whole bunch of like stuff. I was like, I thought that would be cool if she had that. So I'm adding, I guess I'm adding in a character. Um, but I did keep a lot of the same. Uh, who else did I have? I thought that I wanted to bring in for the, <laughs> I wanted to bring in, I wanted to keep Eugene Levy, but they expanded the corporate role. So then Dan Levy will be in there. <laughs> <laughs> and the two of them have to go at odds. And they're like, are we doing this again? Kind of like the 22 <laughs> jump street. Are we going to do this again? I think we're going to do this again. Like, Love just it. like um, instead the, oh, who is the, the, Basketball player, who's the one who, who David, help me out. The, the one who grabs him is like, how do you think you got home last night? I, I couldn't, I couldn't. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I, I can't, like, he, I love that character. I couldn't think of anybody to cast as him. Yeah. So I want to put, I want to put Shaquille O'Neal in there. Oh, I love that. Because I love Shaquille. I love Shaq. I love him. And I love how many commercials he has and everything, how many, and I think that he would absolutely be the head of sponsoring the orphanage. Oh yeah. I have Shaquille O'Neal in there. Um, I also have, the, yeah, the bully. So it's like, yeah, it's just, I had a whole, I pretty much kept everyone the same. I just want to add in current players. I want to add in like for, except for the, the, the director um, of the, so I was torn. So the director of the orphanage or the nun I'd have played by Kate McKinnon. Oh, that's really Very nice. Pretty much. Yeah. I just thought she was such a fun, like she would be, she would be the one who would just be like, Oh, like just someone so funny, but so evil at the same time. And just like a riot. Um, but yeah, but I just felt like it would be really fun recall that somehow has to be like, I don't know how you would reframe it. Okay, well, I guess the debate would be, do we feel this can or should be rebooted? Or do we feel... Oh, okay, so just... Fun? Sorry. No, no, go ahead. No, I'm just going to say, so I liked your guys' idea a lot more than what I did. Like, I, I think that sounds incredible. Like, so um, I think it could definitely work as a requel. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, I... So... I just want to throw mine out the window 
and do your guys one because that sounds incredible. No, I, I wouldn't throw it. No. My would be taking most of the people you have in there, especially like we talked about before, like all the players who are highlighted in Hustle. And I also would put it in, maybe she skips and she just goes from high school to like, or like he or whoever the kid is, skips and goes to like college basketball. And then like you have like all of the coaches who are like sprinkled throughout there. They're like also in the mix and like, you know, they're, they're just skip the NBA and go or skip the college basketball and go right into the NBA. And it's like, you know, all this different stuff. I think like that's like, you could get so many people um, that are just sprinkled throughout for all the news casters and things like that. Um, I also, what's her name? Aaron, maybe, you know, David, what's, who's the Aaron something? She handles the NFL. Um, oh, I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I can see her face. I can't, it, it is Aaron. Song. I like, like you said, it's Aaron something. I don't, I can't remember what the last name is. Um, Aaron, I just yeah. want to up now. Cause it's going to blow me. Aaron uh, Andrews. She's oh, fabulous. Yeah, I just put her as one of the anchors. She would just be covering it. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. I, I too, uh, agree with Veronica, David, your casting is inspired and, uh, Veronica, I love your ideas as well. I think it should be, I think we should sandwich all of them into a delicious, uh, just stew. <laughs> stew. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, yeah, I think we should just combine all of it and uh, cook up a brand new requel that basically kind of meshes the both. The worst that could happen to this movie is that no shade, but also I hated this movie. Uh, it would become Hocus Pocus 2, which is like. Oh, yeah, uh, I never saw it. It was, I heard it was supposed uh, to be bad. It's, it's and I heard awful. Disenchanted was supposed to be bad too. Yeah, Disenchanted was not as bad because okay. it, Amy Adams and Maya Rudolph just kicked ass. But like, okay. but Hocus Pocus two just like tried to do, like to tried to like, I don't know, like quote unquote fix problems that truly weren't problems in my opinion, and honestly in most people's opinions of like the first the first Hocus Pocus or like it just tried to make it like a squeaky clean like modern version, and I'm like you don't need it to be. One, it wasn't dirty. Two, like it doesn't need to be modern. Like it's it's just a vibe. Like, and this is just a vibe, like a really funny, crazy vibe. And we just need yeah. to do the vibe with 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 a yeah. new, you know, with a little bit of a combo of both. And um, yeah, like I just I I believe like this thing is not broke, don't fix it, kind of thing. <laughs> like it's yeah, so right. good. I see what you mean, because I think this definitely could be, it's a good story. I think there are some things that could be updated, but it's like, okay, if you were going to go completely, I don't, I think, I think redoing the story would be a mistake because then it would be reintroducing all of these characters. And you're like, yeah. but I think there should be some sort of relation, whether they're like our friends of it. Maybe it's actually Brenda Song's child. Maybe it's, Mur you know, maybe it's Murph's something or like there's, there's layers into the story that would bring the nostalgia to it. Cause yeah. I heard this, the, I heard this the other day and it was like, we right now we're in such a place where like people are drawing on the nostalgia. We want to see exactly the same feel, the feel, but just kind of remixed. So like, yeah, I know what you mean. Like, yeah, disenchanted was okay. I thought it was very cute and good, but I wouldn't have liked it if I had known the first one. I know what you mean. Like they kind of tried to take yeah. something that was made in a certain period of time and kind of redo like, oh, it's actually now kind of all these modern themes. And you're like, yeah, but that doesn't really work in this because no. it's like, 
there was, they were trying to make everyone have a heroic, like there are actually no villains. We're all best friends type of feel. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh, in a fairy tale, there is a villain. Like it just, okay. and same yeah. yeah. Hocus Pocus, yeah, it was okay, but it was like underwhelming. And I think that okay. this is the chance. There's been so much time, and like no one has really touched it. And like obviously, two out of three of us have seen it. I think it was like more like I watched this with my sisters. I took this out at Blockbuster. Like I maybe a red box. Like yeah, yeah, Halle, just like jaw drop. Yeah, I could take this out at Blockbuster all the time. Like it was just like a fan favorite. It's cute, and I think that like. The same way that you could, like, they pulled on, like, 22 Jump Street, where they're like, we're going to do the exact same thing. I love that movie so much. That's, like, we're going to do the, like, that's the formula to do. Um, which I think this could definitely be done. I think it could be fun to see it, especially because they've all just skyrocketed from there. I'm yeah. just curious if we, could you imagine, yeah, like, if we got traction on this and we invited them to speak on us, they'd be like, what movie? Like, they wouldn't even. yeah. Oh, it's so good. Also, uh, shout out to 22. No, I actually, um, speaking of, uh, just really quickly, speaking of like what, um, like the Kirsten Dunst uh, and Jesse Plemons relationship that you're, that you mentioned, Hallie, um, uh-huh. there was an interview I saw where like they asked each other what their favorite movie that the dopamine were in. And almost immediately, like uh, Kirsten Dunst is like, like Mike. <laughs> <gasps> yes. And then so uh, yeah. Jesse Plows is just like, yeah, I, I really like Jumanji. I think he did the exact same thing. I think he followed up like the first thing. Jumanji, ru- Jumanji does rule. But oh my God, I love Kirsten Whoa, Dunst even more Oh my now. God. I'm going to need to see this. We're going to have to, wait, you have to find us so we can post this here so that way we can get them. Like if they really started remaking this, shout out to anyone um, who wants to remake this with us because we absolutely have ideas for you because yes and then, then we could show that the bully character is actually like well-rounded now as, a, as an adult and he's actually married to Kirsten Dunst and then Jesse Plemons but what's so funny about this movie what I didn't realize just really quickly is Jesse Plemons like the first time I watched this movie I of course was a lot like was the act like actual age of the actors like essentially and so like because of that like I didn't I was just like oh he's just a jerk He's actually teaching the kid lessons in this movie. Like, he's like, no, like, nobody's gonna, nobody wants you. Like, I'm like, you should get used to it now because, like, we're gonna be here together. So, like, and and then at the end, he grows from his own lesson. He's like, oh, well, if that's true, then, like, I need to be here for this kid. And now I'm gonna show him that I'm actually a really big fan of him. I'm gonna be like, hey, like, you're doing it, kid. Like, I'm gonna give you a high five. Like, and so seeing that he actually, he got out, and he became normal. That would be like a that would be like a moment for sure. A moment. I a moment. love it so much. Well, guys, I think we did it. I think we liked Mike, and we like we, Mike. If I we like, like Mike. Mike, I saw a, a movie based on a commercial. Like Mike, <laughs> if I can, sometimes I dream that he is. Oh my me. god. 
Veronica, thank you so much for recommending this masterpiece. David uh, and Veronica and I are uh, look us up on socials. It's all in the bio. Uh, join us next time. It'll be David's pick, and it's going to be a masterpiece in the David Herba way. Oh, wait, Veronica, wait. To finish us off, um, I want you to say uh, my personal favorite piece of casting. Who would you recast David Glover? Or, uh, damn it. Who would you recast uh, Crispin Glover as again? So if his schedule allows it and if he's available, I would love to cast the one, the only David Erba as, as the orphanage director. <laughs> I want him to take over the role of Crispin Glover so quickly. Just look for his... Look for his Oscar-winning performance in Like Mike Three, because there is a Like Mike Two. David, give us give us your audition real quick. Uh, okay. So I think I'm gonna um like. Well, you can't go with him because if you go with him, then you can't be with me, and if you're not with me, then you won't be with somebody that cares about uh, you. Um. So you can't do that. Oscar and the Oscar goes to David Erba. Thank you guys. That's it. That's it. That's it. We're done. uh, Really quickly. Should we say like our Instagram or whatever? Um, I'm at Erba underscore outfitters. I'm at just house underscore on Instagram. I am at Ronnie underscore Murph on Instagram. You can also find us, um, on Instagram, Twitter, uh, we are Rebooty Call. Yes, that is the one, the only. We will be tweeting out all of our and in, posting on Instagram all of our shows. Please make sure to follow us. Um, we do take polls, we do take suggestions, and we would love to hear from you. Um, movies that you want to see, a mo- uh, mo- rebooted movies that you want to see us debate and recast. Um, movies that you see, you know what? Let's just think. This one I don't think could be rebooted, but ideas of um, please let us know. Yeah, everything. Hell yeah! All right, and bye, as all, bye everybody, and as always, David Urban just got an Oscar for playing Chris Glover and Mike Mike. <laughs> 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 <laughs>